0: Hey, welcome back to Investment Fund Secrets. Today's episode is the unsexy way to get into private equity and venture capital. I've spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious fund managers around, and now I've decided to take the plunge and start my own fund. The real question is, how will I do it? With no investors and without an Ivy League degree, this podcast is gonna give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we start and build multi-million dollar investment funds. I'm Bridger Pennington, and this is Investment Fund Secrets. Hey, so today's kind of a fun episode. We're going to talk about the unsexy way of breaking into PE and and VC and just pretty much investing in businesses. But over the weekend, a guy commented on one of my posts and I wanted to publicly respond to him. And we'll call this guy T, just uh, you know, T uh, posted on one of my, my things. He said, Bridger, how do you honestly expect people, the average Joe, to get into private equity? You need to stop doing what you're doing. You're trying to make a cheap buck and what you're selling and what you're trying to teach is impossible for the average person to do. And T, I would love, thank you for your question. Um, And I take this time now on this podcast to publicly answer you. T, what is the right person then? Who is the perfect person? Is it the guy that goes to Harvard and works on Wall Street for 20 years? Yes, those guys are, they're awesome. The guys and gals that do that. They, a lot of them land in a private equity. Now, what happens though with people like myself? I've ran a fund for two years. My dad, who's ran Bridge Investment Group, $16 billion private equity fund. What about a guy like Paul Ostrom I met a few weeks ago, went to BYU, took him 10 years to graduate from his undergrad uh, because he was so entrepreneur, he was always starting businesses. He'd kind of leave a business while he was in school and then keep going back to school and then go back to his business. And um, he started uh, Utah's first fund of funds, raised over $400 million um, for that fund. Then went to Mexico and started their first VC fund, tech fund in Mexico ever. Uh, did it with the Mexican government, um, raised about 500 million dollars in that fund. Dude has, I mean, no no MBA, no real heart, you know, Wall Street experience. Just as a smart, hustling entrepreneur. And I'm actually hoping to interview him pretty soon here. It's gonna be kind of fun. Um, but yeah, they're, they're, I mean, obviously the traditional route is two years of, of consulting, two years of investment banking, get your MBA, go work on Wall Street. And then they always say, oh, you can write your ticket, right? You can write your ticket anywhere you want to go. And I've talked to quite a few people who have already done that the last decade of their lives. They they went to undergrad, they got good grades, they went and worked on Wall Street or consulting, you know, sold their soul for a hundred hour a week with no vacation, no breaks for two years straight then went and did a, and some type of MBA, and then came back, and now they can write their ticket, but they don't know what ticket to write. And a lot of them said on the journey, I want to get into private equity, and then they went through and said, I don't really want to go work for Apollo or you know Blackstone because I don't like their culture. I don't like X, Y, and Z about them. I want to go start a business with my wife, and we're going to start a hair salon, and they go and do that. So... I thoroughly, two things on that. Make sure if you're gonna go down that road, make sure you really want it um, because you're gonna be selling your soul to the devil. And then secondly, with that same thing, who would you rather hire? I mean, would you rather hire somebody that went to Dartmouth University, doesn't have any experience, but went to university, got good grades in their finance classes? Would you rather hire them or someone that's ran a fund and raised a few million dollars the last couple years? and did some deals, did some good ones, did some bad ones has can speak to that experience. When you're a if you're a fund manager and you're trying to hire, would you rather hire Dartmouth or somebody who actually has done what you're trying to do for the last 3 years straight and is in the game and in the market? I would err on the side of you want the guy with experience. So First off to answer T's question as well going back to that of I thoroughly believe that people can start funds. I'm right now I'm trying to expose this world. I'm so sick of people on Wall Street that make up fancy terms that make up all this fancy talk. I don't know what to call it just very um, sophisticated types of things that they put themselves on a pedestal above everybody else and no one understands what they do because they're so sophisticated and so smart and come from wealthy families. Screw that. Like screw all of them. We, if you pull back the curtain, guys like posture, my dad, myself, my brother runs a fund as well. When you look at a fund, if you actually understand the pieces of it, it's not that crazy hard. And it's not as, they, they love, people love to tell you how hard their job is, or how hard their life is, or how hard their degree was, or how hard it was to get this job, but they did it, right? They put themselves on the pedestal of, well, it was so hard, but I was able to accomplish it. I feel like people do that so often in this fun world that it makes me, that's the reason I've started this and started to bring this together. Um, anyways, side note, so that's the answer to T's question. Now back to our topic for today though of how the unsexy way of getting to PE and VC. So so we want to get experience. If, and even if your end up goal is to go work for Apollo or Bridgewater, you know, whatever it is, getting experience is huge and getting into business and getting started. I met, I had lunch a few weeks ago with a guy and I started to ask him about his story. And he said, well, what we did is, cause he's like, I knew I, I didn't have the money and resources to be one of these guys that invests in high tech businesses out of Silicon Valley, that type of VC fund. So he said, I went out and set up a VC fund. This is the unsexy way. Our VC fund, all we invested in was what we call unsexy businesses. These are businesses that, I mean, as he said, for example, vending machine company. We bought a vending machine company for a few hundred thousand dollars. And we have a whole couple of teams that go out and they refill the vending machines, they get the quarters, they get all the money in, and we make a killing doing it. I was like, really? He's like, same, another example, we bought a trophy shop that makes like custom trophies for kids, you know, I guess we're in the trophy era, right? <laughs> with uh, with everyone gets a participation trophy, but we bought a trophy shop in, in West Valley um, with uh, like one times, one X earnings, multiple, right? Uh, when in, you know, in, in the tech world, you're buying something at like a, maybe a 30X, right? If you look at WeWork, right? That, a lot of these companies are losing money. It's like we buy these unsexy businesses like a trophy shop or like a vending machine company that are super average and super when we buy them, we put in a few systems that others haven't seen before to make them more efficient, to save money, actually have accountants and, and really put a business behind it. And we make a fantastic cash on cash return every year to our investors. And he said, now we're never going to scale it like Uber and sell it for, we're going to buy it at a 30X multiple and sell it for a 37X multiple. We're not going to do that, but we're going to get just cash flow in the bank. And he said, this is, this is an awesome way to start. If you feel like you're a small guy and you can't play, and I, I wouldn't suggest, anybody, and that's back to Tim or T or whatever your name is that put that post on. I'm not telling people to go out and start the next Apollo right now or or Blackstone. Those, those guys and gals are playing at a whole different level than us. Um, I'm saying start small. I'm saying start Start with buying a vending machine company. If you, if you want to get in the VCP, yeah. And I, a lot of people want to get into real estate. Or I do debt, right? I do debt financing for people. There's lots of different types of funds you can do, but you can start really small, get really good returns and scale from there. And your experience speaks way louder than an MBA, than some other... Um, you know, two years of investment banking experience, your experience of running a fund, of raising capital, of managing it, do capital calls. You had to, you know, you had to pay taxes there' oh, this one deal we had to get done at midnight. I would much rather work a hundred hours a week for myself than a hundred hours a week for someone else. Um, because I, I truly believe in investing myself and that's why we've started this, this movement and we've had a lot of people come that have loved it so far. We have over 200 people in our, in our members group right now, in our Facebook group where we're all chatting and talking about funds. Um, it's exciting. It's exciting to be here and it's an exciting time of life. We have, there is so much money and I'm not gonna dive into this on this episode, but if you look in the markets right now, there is so much cash waiting to be deployed into good deals currently right now in 2019 going into 2020, there is so much cash just waiting. I think Berkshire Hathaway has more cash on hand than they've ever had in the history of their company. They're just waiting. And a lot of people are waiting for, they don't know if it's gonna be a recession or what's gonna happen with the presidential election. And I'm not gonna tell you financial advice at all on this show. I'm just telling you there is capital available. If you look at a company like WeWork that got that high of an evaluation with no revenue, (laughs) and I guess they had revenue, but no real net, profit and, and not a great company behind it. And after they did, you know, did their due diligence on it, obviously they lost a lot of market share, but that investors were willing to put that much money behind a company like we work in this time period. I mean, it's just a fantastic time because people are itching to deploy their capital somewhere. If you look at other fund managers, they have money sitting that they're paying, um, that they're essentially losing money on. when they don't deploy money. They're, they're waiting depends on their fund is structured, but they are pressure to deploy capital. Otherwise their investors are going to go put their money somewhere else. So anyway, something to think about. It's a fun time to start funds. And I wanted to share that quick nugget with you of the unsexy way of getting into private equity or VC is start small, start mega small Buy, look at buying companies for a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand $200,000. Look in that range, maybe under a million. This is like super, super micro cap and buy and manage, right? Or, or find a strategy or someone you can bring in to help add systems or add value to those companies that you can explode. Um, it's a fun way to get started and it builds up your resume, your portfolio and if, if your goal is to one day go work for the for the big dogs, somewhere, you can go to the big dogs and say, Hey, I've over the last year, we acquired this franchise and we acquired this little company and we, we put seed money here and, and wow, look at our returns. We did a good job with the lot we've been given. Give them, give me a much bigger lot, right? Give me a, give me a hundred million dollars or $200 million to work with now. That's a, it's a fantastic way. If you're looking to interview get experience or just make money, um, I would highly suggest doing something along those lines and just to open up your mind that you do not need to be the the on this high finance level where you're investing billions of dollars places. You can start super, super small and get going and look at things differently. Buy businesses that aren't sexy, buy the vending machine businesses, buy the franchises, buy the trophy shops. Um, there are plenty of ways that you can get started and get that experience and just don't. The last thing I want to say is my dad has always taught me is do never never let money stop you. And my dad still has never invested in any of my funds. Probably won't. I don't. I don't know. I keep pitching him, but he never will. But he said never let money stop you on any of your deals or anything. Go out and find the deal, and if it's a good enough deal, money will find you. And. Anyways, I have a few people just end, end things up. A few people this week, I'm bringing out the podcast for interviews. Um, if you want to be interviewed or interview me, you can go to interviewbridger.com and on there's a little calendar link. You can you can check that out if you want me to be on your show. And if you want me to interview you, send me an email and, or, uh, you know, hit me up on, on Instagram or LinkedIn or wherever. And um We'll look at some credential stuff. I'd love to bring people on. I I like to hear from people that from all different walks of life, whether you're just starting out or super advanced, I love to to bring people on the show to give you that advice. So anyways, love you all. um, And I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Hey, what's going on? I know a lot of you out there are starting funds or thinking about starting funds. And something I was so grateful for was having mentors. When I started my first fund, I had people to turn to and to ask questions. And so what I've decided to do is make the same thing For you. So what we've done is compiled a lot of interviews, things that I've learned, my personal pitch decks that I've used to pitch investors and put it all into what I call a mini vault. So in there, I deep dive into Forex funds, into real estate funds, how to structure them, how to structure deals, how to find investors. And I try to go deep to help mentor you to help you start your first fund. And In addition to that, we have a private members group on Facebook that fund managers are getting together on there and talking and working through problems together. So this is interesting. If you would want to get involved and get some help right off the ground, go to investmentfundsecrets.com for less than a hundred bucks. You can get started and get into the mini vault. And I would love to see you in there on the Facebook group and talk with us. Thanks. See ya.